It's Dr. Simone Ellis, and I am so excited because I am starting off this year with doing everything that I said I would do, and it is launching our fabulous podcast called Beyond the Chair. Um, and let me talk to you a little bit about what this podcast is even about, because why should you be even listening? Like, who is she and what should we be talking about, right? So Beyond the Chair came from a brainchild of mine where I was thinking like, we have to do so many different things as entrepreneurs outside of the chair, right? So when we're opening a business or we're starting a venture, a lot of times we are so consumed of what is going on directly while we're working in the business. But in order to have something be super successful, you've got to work outside of the business. You've got to work on the business. And so beyond the chairs concept came from the idea of there's so many things that you have to do that are beyond the chair. And so I'm excited because this is our very first episode and I want to talk to you about some amazing topics and let's have some fun along the way because I want to give you tips and tricks, but podcasts are relaxed, cool, and I'm super excited for you guys to also be engaging back with me. Let me know some topics that you might want to talk about. Um, every now and again, we'll have some guest hosts, maybe pop some bottles of wine, champagne to relax and really get into the fun of running businesses, being motivated behind them and entrepreneurship. So let's get into our very, very first podcast, which I'm just, again, like I said, I'm so excited. Can you tell from all the joy I have in my face? It's really a good time. So today's episode is little changes that will make big differences with your success. And I know when we're thinking about, oh my God, the idea of change, our brain is like, Ugh, this is uncomfortable. This is not to our norm. But I want to talk to you guys today about little small things that you can do that will make big changes in your life. And first thing that we want to think about is accepting the idea that you need to change. And if you've dated somebody and you're like, it's him, they need to change or it's her, she needs to change. Sometimes we need to think about internally, well, is it me? Is there something that I need to do to change. And that accepting of the idea of concept of change can be a struggle. And nothing really moves in our life unless we have made that conscious decision to change that is involving weight loss, that's involving mindset, that's involving like not cussing, not drinking habits. You really have to have the idea and accept that I want to change and acknowledge that change needs to happen. And these small changes that we can do, little, little, little small changes become habits. And habits, of course, are behavioral patterns that really will last for a long period of time. So for instance, some small things that we can look at, be, look at doing to change our little small things is thinking about habits overall and how much it's going to impact 
our life. And we all have these small changes that we need to do, right? Like I can think about waking up slightly earlier and stop hitting the, the snooze button. I mean, after the third snooze, right? Like really, should I just set the alarm for 30 minutes later? So that's a small change that I can say, you know what? Let me not hit that snooze button. Let me be excited about today. Or a small change could be what you're choosing to eat. Just drinking water. I got this big old jug of water because I need to incorporate that into my life. And so small changes where we know things need to impact our life and create these repeated activities of change really helps our brain create new pathways. So let me tell you a little bit about how the brain works out. Our brain is wired to be comfortable, right? So anything that you do outside of its comfort level, it's like, hold up, wait a minute, this is different, we don't like it. And that is why a lot of times we don't realize how hard it is for us to be resistant to change because our brain is going to do anything that makes us comfortable and anything that takes us out of our comfort level puts the brain on alert because the brain's purpose is for us to be, is this gonna be a fight or flight situation? Like, is this gonna be something that I need to be like, oh my God, what is going on? This is a risk. Like, oh my God, there is something that is going to harm me. And so when you're trying to incorporate new habits, the brain is like, well, wait a minute, this is different. Is this a risk? And if it keeps having you do it over and over again, it's like, well, wait a minute, this isn't that risky of a situation. This is becoming more of a habit for us. So I'm not as nervous about this. I'm not uncomfortable about that idea. So you want to start thinking about that when you feel that initial like, oh my God, I don't want to change. Remember, that's your brain's way of protecting itself. And the small changes daily, repetitive habits happening will start to recondition your brain to say, okay, that's not so painful or okay, I understand what we're doing here. She keeps waking up 30 minutes earlier. She keeps going to the gym at this time. And every time she does this, I'm not in harm. So we can allow this to happen. And that really is the rewiring of the brain, the neurological pathways really reprogramming themselves to be in a better state. And you know, a habit is a routine, but routines are complex and they require a lot of time. So we want to start creating these habits daily so that our brain can move on to autopilot, right? So how many of you guys drive to work and you're just like, oh, I, I got here and you look up and you're like, oh my God, I'm already at work, right? Because your brain knows the routine. It knows how to get there. But let's rewind it back. That very first day that you went to the job, you got there super, you got up super early. You wanted to make sure you had enough time to get there. And why was that? Because your brain did not know what it was doing. It didn't know where it was going. So you provided that opportunity. You provided that length of time to make sure things were corrected. So after a while though, when you kept doing this over and over again, it's on autopilot. You don't even, you can literally get to work in like 10 minutes and be completely zonked out in that space of time. You're like, I don't even know how I got here. I woke up, I got in my car and I magically appeared here. And what's really happening is just that's a habit. So what we want to do, guys, is start creating that routine for ourselves so that we get into these autopilot habits. And I'm going to have, in August, which I'm super excited about, a 30 challenge, right? So it's 30-minute day. It's a 30 minutes for 30-day challenge. And I want to talk a little bit about 
what we would be doing in that challenge and some things that you can incorporate right now in your life that will make big changes long term. So let's talk about what are some tips and tricks that can help in this 30 challenge. How can we keep getting ourselves these new habits that are going to make these long impacts? You know, the first thing that I love that I do and my husband hates me for it because I do get up early is I wake up an additional 30 minutes earlier than my desired time that I need to be anywhere. And why is that? The world is quiet. Like I don't have to worry about anything. I'm not looking at my emails yet. No one has called me and blew up my phone. Like I'm having that 30 minutes to focus on anything to be prepared for my day. And that little small change of just waking up an additional 30 minutes, I believe will help provide a lot of great results for you. And I break up my 30 minutes into 10 minute increments. So when I'm waking up early, the first 10 minutes that I do is I'm reading something. That could be my Bible app that I have on my phone. That could be a couple of pages of a new book that I want to get into. Um, and I did attach a book that I think is really, really great um, to start your this 30 challenge and it's as simple as you are a bad ass. And I like this book because it's changing our mindset. So if we're trying to do small changes, we need to be supported with some really good information to keep on track. And this book was really helpful for that. But I'm using that 10 minutes to focus and just really connect with either myself or connect with something that is motivating me to be the best version of myself for that day. The next 10 minutes that I'm doing is I am meditating and I'm a fan of the Calm app. They have Headspace out here, but that 10 minutes of just centering myself before the whole world is putting inputs in my head has really, really provided a great sense of relief to me because in that 10 minutes time, I'm relaxing, I'm controlling my breathing, and I'm focusing on pouring into myself before I have to pour into the world. And then that last 10 minutes is stretching because, and I don't know if you guys have any pets, but like when you see a dog get up in the morning or a cat get up in the morning, the first thing my two little puppies do is they get up and they stretch. They're loosening up their body. And I love that because it gives you ability to have a better range of motion. And I just hit my 39th birthday. So homegirl over here has got a little bit of like arthritis, like ain't moving as easy as she used to. So that 10 minutes is critical for my range of motion because I want to be able to anticipate that day and not feel like I'm restricted in my movement. The next thing that I like to get into is I get up and go to the gym and I know this is going to be a hard topic for most, but when you're thinking about small changes, I didn't say that I'm going in here and running a marathon at the very beginning. Like I, I'm, I'm not going at the gym at this tenacity. That's crazy. I am just pouring into me first. And so that morning workout, although it's simple, it makes me feel so much better. And that 30 minutes today adds up to an hour tomorrow. And then by the end of the week, you're like, wow, I've really poured into myself or I've given myself a workout that I could be proud of. So 
I'm going to encourage you in my 30 day, 30 day challenge for 30 minutes is just to work out for 30 minutes. And I don't care what it is. It could be a walk in nature in the park. It can be on that Stairmaster. It can be on any app or YouTube channel that you want to watch. That's got a, um, that an activity that you can do for 30 minutes. Just getting your body moving is really, really a great change that will have a big impact long-term. And the next thing that I really like is reducing screen time by 30 minutes. Yes, I am talking about Instagram. Yes, I am talking about Facebook. Yes, I am talking about Pinterest. I am talking about Netflix. I'm talking about anything that is really, really taking you away from being productive. And don't get me wrong. I know we all like to veg out. I, I'm right with it. On Saturday, I'm looking forward to it because I am going to sit and do nothing. But for these six days in my week, I try my best to reduce screen time. And one of the things that I feel like the iPhones or the Androids have done amazing is letting us know at the end of the week how much screen time you have been using. And if you haven't activated that on your phone, click on it. You might be surprised at how much time you are wasting just aimlessly scrolling. And if you guys haven't checked out um, some documents on how Instagram or Facebook are created, the purpose of this artificial intelligence is for you to go down a black hole and continue to watch in screen time. And why is that? Why are they, do they do it that way? Well, because they get an opportunity to advertise off of your, your habits. So the more that you're staying on these platforms and then you go onto your, your browser, you're like, oh, I want to look at a pair of Nikes. Then all of a sudden you start seeing Nike ads consistently come up on your feed over and over again. And eventually, because you've seen it so much, you're like, well, I want, I, I kept saying I wanted to buy Nikes. I'm going to buy Nikes, right? So you're spending money being staying on these screens longer. So if you want to save some money, stay off the screens a little bit longer. It will make a big difference, but you'll be amazed at how much productivity you'll be able to find. And for myself, Oh my God, the aha moment was that when my screen a couple of a couple of years ago had the audacity to tell me that I had been on the screen for 21 hours in a week. And I said, you mean to tell me I've wasted almost a day like just on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook just aimlessly wasting hours? And to me, I made that commitment that I was, my time was better served connecting with my family. My time was better served learning something different. My time was better served motivating or encouraging others. And so taking 30 minutes each day away from the screen is going to make a big difference. And I know I just went down a rabbit hole. You could tell I'm really passionate about that, but you know, take some time to reduce that. The other thing that I think is really, really good to look at doing is 30 minutes of cleaning up your space. 30 minutes of decluttering daily. And the reason why this is important is the brain actually will function a lot better when your situation and your environment is organized and clean. So if you were like me, I used to be a person where I am completely sporadic every time. And I'm sorry, hit the mic. Every single time I would be like, where are my keys? Where are my keys? Oh my God. Or my closet looks like World War III hit it. And by taking moments to organize your life, you will see your stress 
levels, anxiety levels be reduced because you know exactly where to go. You know exactly where your keys are. You know exactly where that shirt is in the closet. So every day just taking 30 minutes to organize your space, cleaning up your space will make a big difference. And this is one that I think everybody should do is incorporating veggies into your diet at least for 30 days and seeing how you like it and try some new ones, right? If you haven't tried beets before, try them. I am a barbecuer and I love being on the grill. And so I started trying to grill different vegetables and my new jam is rainbow carrots. I mean, like that's a whole thing, but what I realized those small changes we're doing were by me filling up with something healthy and something more alive and fresh, I didn't have the space for a lot of the sugar consumption. And that, of course, goes back into overall health. So these are these small changes by incorporating them. Now I start to crave great things. I can start to crave better foods, and that's making a big difference. I want to give you guys a couple of products to help you in this journey that will help the small changes become lasting ones. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing in my 30 minutes waking up earlier is incorporating smells into my life. Smells cause a lot of relaxation. Smells help us to feel a lot. There's a lot of studies showing how much more brain capacity or more functionality our brain has when we smell different things. And so incorporating uh, lavender or aromatherapy into your, uh, your practice, incorporating eucalyptus or finding some really, really great candles that will help relax you and be in a place of zen once that moment is over, that 30 minutes after you're reading, you're meditating, you're stretched, you feel like you can take on the world. And imagine doing that daily. Oh, my God. Like, I, I can't even wait to see what you're going to be like in a year. Um, another thing that I like to incorporate is at the end of my day, journaling. And journaling is a small change that has big impact because reflecting on things that I have done or things that I said that I wanted to do and going back and looking, seeing that I've accomplished that gives me a good sense of self. So one of the things that I love doing is, is this journal that I've included in my link is awesome because it assesses how I'm doing in the month, how I'm doing in the year. And my goal was to launch a podcast in June. And I'm just excited about that because, again, today is what, June 23? Look at me following what my journal was and that small change of writing it down and setting a time for it and actually getting it done, today I feel like I'm on top of the world. So guys, this is Dr. Ellis Beyond the Chair. I am excited about having you here on this podcast. I don't know how many times I can say excited. Is, that, is there a limit? Maybe we should put a counter of how many times she's gonna say excited today, right? But I hope that you enjoyed this first podcast here, Beyond the Chair, and I'm encouraging you to incorporate some of these things. If you're not following me on my social media platforms, what are you waiting for? There is too many good things going on. I got too many good things for you to be a better human. So check me out on Instagram, Dr. Simone Ellis, Facebook, Simone Ellis, and YouTube channel, Dr. Simone Ellis. There's a lot of great feedback and a lot of freebies that you can take advantage of. This is Dr. Simone Ellis, Beyond the Chair.